Virtual Manager presents the How Did We Get Here podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 32 of the How Did We Get Here podcast. I'm Charles Dagnall, and it's part two of our reunion chat where Virtual Manager Chairman Anil Patel, COO Neil Fillingham, CEO Tony Morocco and I catch up after three months of world travel. The previous episode chronicled the founder's trip to the States to see Tony, catch up with clients in New York and see the products in action, plus plan out a Northwest expansion in Sacramento and to Philadelphia to delve into data and analytics. All of this was a prelude to the Virtual Manager Conference taking place in Orlando, where many of their employees will be seeing each other for the first time in person. It was awesome to see the technical team interacting with the sales team, interacting with the ops, and all these side conversations of, you know, have you thought about this or what about that? And, you know, just those conversations that have never happened or wouldn't happen through Zoom. Monday was really cool. That was all of our internal team, and then all the clients came in Monday, and we had a huge dinner uh, that ended up being served family style, which was really relevant because it was like a big family in the room. We've worked with these guys for so long, but our whole teams were there. So I saw different people interacting and I thought it was just amazing. So a hugely important three days in Florida for the company. And it's detailed here in episode 32 of the How Did We Get Here podcast. So welcome along to the podcast. I'm Charles Dagnall and it's the continuation of our catch-up from the previous episode with Anil Patel, Neil Fillingham and Tony Morocco. Now one thing that so far I have failed to mention is that I too was supposed to be present at the VM conference in Orlando. Bags packed, taxi booked to the airport and 12 hours before heading off received a positive PCR test result. Devastating for me, as these episodes would have been recorded in person for the first time. Hence my tone as we rejoin the conversation. Go on then, boys. I've been waiting, well, half an hour, 35 minutes to uh, to get to it. Talk us through this conference then. So it was all due to go from the 19th to the 23rd. It started yes. on a Monday and there was a, an evening meal on the Monday, lots of events on the Tuesday, and then obviously more of an evening meal on the Tuesday. There was golf on the Tuesday afternoon and then Wednesday. But before we get to the conference, the whole point of it, Tony, was to get people together from within the company and also clients as well. Was there a specific plan on who to invite? I think it was an easy guest list to get to, to get them all to come at the same dates at the same time and ask a bunch of favors was pretty tough. Um, our theme of the whole conference was called Nothing is Impossible. So I thought it was impo- literally impossible to get them all there, but everybody accepted. Um, so it was a, a plan. Number one, we had we had two conferences going on. The first conference was our internal conference that started on Saturday, Sunday and Monday. And our teams for over two years haven't met each other. That's got to be weird. It's so weird. Like, we thought we would all go up to the hotel room and just jump on a Zoom call. We <laughs> felt more comfortable <laughs> that way. But, yeah, I mean, it was 
It was amazing. I mean, and Neil and Neil saw the team grow from the org chart side, but they always said, I've never met anybody. And then there's COVID that happens in my schedule and busy. And there's certain people that I hired here in the U.S. that I never even got a chance to get to meet. So that conference was really special to me because that was the number one plan just to get together. We worked all really, really hard, burned the midnight hours. And it was fun work, fun, and just build some memorable moments over the three days. And we reflected on 2021, what did we do good? What did we do bad? Let's get a plan in place. Every department stood up and presented what they did in 2021 and where they were going. First time ever we had VM awards, company awards. <laughs> so we, we did that at the end to close that out. And then that night, Monday was really cool. That was all of our internal team. And then all the clients came in Monday and we had a huge dinner uh, that ended up being served family style. It was really relevant because it was like a big family in the room. We've worked with these guys for so long, but our whole teams were there. So I saw different people interacting and I thought it was just amazing to see in person. I was wishing you were there because they had to give the toast and the <laughs> kick off the meeting. So I didn't really have anything prepared. I really didn't think it was going to happen. And the guy tapped me and said, Hey, you better go up and give a toast. And I'm like, Oh man, where's dad? This is per perfect for him. But <laughs> yeah. So that was the first part of that conference. And then the second part was we have been, Personally, myself, I've been working with these guys for eight, eight years, right? And a lot of the people internally haven't met them. So it was a chance for them to see our team, how big we've grown, build some relationships that way. And it was truly an educational sem seminar. I mean, we talked about where we are and Neil and Neil gave a great intro of how the company was founded. I kind of kicked it off of where we grown and the number of sites and that every different department had a couple presentations. We did some golf. Of course, uh, we missed you on we missed you on the golf course. My my team won. I know Anil was <laughs> oh, looking hang for on a sec. some hand, handicapping. Massive handicapping. shocker that your team won. Yeah, <laughs> always be wary of the host that wins his own competition. But carry on. I went around that night before and just asked everybody their handicaps, and then I made a team right before. <laughs> so I had a pretty good team. So it was stacked. But we we missed you there. We had great dinners. And it was just one hell of a conference. It almost killed me <laughs> to plan this. Like literally it started back in December, but I couldn't do anything without these guys and my team. I mean, I was blown away by how everyone stepped up and carried a role. And I had so many comments from our clients saying, man, your team's engaging. Boy, you've grown. I wish I was part of something like that. Uh, you guys are offering all kind of value, but it doesn't just you know, end and stop with me. It's the team that's carrying the message now and really proud yeah. of them. And it was awesome to see the real technical team interacting with the sales team, interacting with the ops and all these side conversations of, you know, have you thought about this? Or what about that? And, you know, just those conversations that have never happened or wouldn't happen through Zoom, but happen over a beer or, you know, a side conversation at, you know, in one of the breaks from the conference. And it's amazing, even clients pulling us aside saying, have you guys thought about this? And if you could do this to that, and, you know, we wouldn't have known that had we have not had, uh, you know, sessions like we did. So it was, it, it was amazing. And then to hear client feedback on, you know, what a great time they'd had and what an awesome conference and right, we need to put this product in because I didn't even know it was existing. And I, you know, it's embarrassing we don't have it. And so it was, yeah, it was an amazing time.
I think we also learned a little bit about, about the engineering team. Tony set up a, um, a task to oh, yeah. do an elevator pitch and we div- and it got divided up into teams. So there was the sales, there was the engineering team and there was the uh, implementation sort of team. And so they had five minutes to kind of put together this elevator pitch. Sales guys come up, they do a good job, they present, you know, they know the, the thing, they've kind of got it. It was a little, maybe a little bit long. Tony kind of, sort of said, you know, maybe I'd have got off the floor, a couple of floors below you finished sort of thing. <laughs> the engineering team step up. And they do this thing, and it's like a perfume ad where you, you don't know what it is. You're like, it's like, but you're intrigued. You're like, they're talking about it. And then at the end, it's like Jador or whatever it is. And you're like going, I want to know more. Like, come on, come on. Sort of thing. <laughs> this came from the engineering team. It was like, how did that happen? Sort of thing. And then the implementation team, they did a really good job as well. And it was each person's take, but I say the, the abstractness of the engineering team was, cra- was, was crazy. They should go into marketing. It was like they had you leaning in on the pitch, but you were waiting for like, what do you do? But they just kept <laughs> explaining this beautiful thing. And then, yeah, you just kind of fall on your face, but it was amazing. Like that perspective, people think you're salesmen and you have to kind of hit these certain mm. topics. And when you present, you have to hit these things. They just showed everybody in a quick five minutes. It doesn't always have to be that way. And you can do it a whole different approach. And I think a lot of people learn from mm. that. Like that, that was cool. It was very cool. That was a really cool exercise. And something yeah. like that, Anil, doesn't happen on Zoom. It's, I mean, of course, you are a remote company. You always have been. But how important that five minutes just chatting, whether it's over a beer or if it's between sessions or something like that, saying, oh, I didn't think of that. What do you reckon about X and Y? And that only happens face-to-face, human interaction. It's, it's a natural thing. It's, it, it just sort of evolves that way. Yeah, it does and, and definitely would set a precedent in in the three of us to organize more of those where we can Mm. and whether that's you know an internal conference you know once every quarter or at least you know once a year and then an external one every year but i think it's so important Uh, we had conversations out there saying can you imagine globally we're all in one office the whole time what we could be doing and, and the difference and you know we adapted to the pandemic because we had to and we were in zoom and we made it work but then it's like you know, you can see the benefits of being together again uh, and just seeing the energy. I mean, that was the main thing, the energy of the staff. You know, we've had staff in the past, you know, primarily when Neil and I were involved and they were okay, but there wasn't that alignment, that passion, that genuine excitement where, you know, I've never had staff come up to me and they're giving us hugs. Like, as we meet them, I'm like, oh, these people, like, you know, wow. just crazy, <laughs> like, you know. Family don't do that to me, but that, that probably says more about me than them. But, um, but, but, you know, it was just amazing. Like, it truly was like a family environment and what Tony's put together and grown and fostered and nurtured. I mean, it's just amazing. I mean, it was just, like I said, it, it, it was, you know, you walked away going, I, I couldn't have imagined this would ever happen based on similar, Neil and I being there six years ago, just thinking, just having a totally opposite sense of it, of strategy of hope. This might happen, but it, it was like, well, I also, you know, I thought I might get a hole in one once in my life, but it, it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> uh, whereas, you know, you're standing there and it's just every person in every department of different levels and you're just going, man, they're just amazing. Like, they're just so engaged and it's an incredible thing that, uh, you know, Tony and the guys have created. I, I wanted to say we have probably the most competitive oh. team too. Like, so the, the first night on in our internal conference, we went bowling. It was a bowling, then it went to pool, and then I think it was Jenga in the background <laughs> and people playing darts. But our development team, you, 
don't really get a chance to see them on a lot of Zoom calls, and they're not that outspoken. But my God, are they competitive? <laughs> like Steve and Paul, they wanted to win, so we we set up randomly teams. But the the first one wasn't random. Sorry, it was the executive team, the implementation team, the engineering team, dev team, whatever. So it was everyone, whoever won, won an extra day of vacation. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everyone's like pumped, and but I'm telling you, people were ready to throw punches. Like they were. Ready. <laughs> They were like screaming in, the, in your backswing and trying to screw you up. But Paul and Steve impressed me with their competitive desire. But the executive team did get that extra day of vacation. We, we won that first. <laughs> we won that it's first. got to have been slanted yes. in some capacity. Well, yeah. Neil and I didn't contribute a great deal. We couldn't bowl. No. And then we've seen Morocco walk up and he's given the, <laughs> he's given the right arm leg spinner. And he's, he's, like, he's swir- <laughs> swinging it in, knocking them down, going... Oh, you play, Tony? Yeah, I played in the league for twelve years. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's got one of those. He's got one of those bowling oh. balls that's like that's see through and has got a rose in the middle or something like that. And he, yeah. takes, he takes out his wrist support just because he gives it so Pretty much spin. Don't worry about this, lads. I've got <laughs> Never played before. Yeah, played yeah. Before. <laughs> You're listening to the How Did We Get Here podcast. The story of Virtual Manager with Chairman Anil Patel, CIO Neil Fillingham, CEO Tony Morocco and host Charles Dagnall. What you've said there has shocked me a little bit in that we all know human frailties and it's fine. We're talking on Zoom we have done for ages and we're... You know, we're very much aligned in our own ways and, and, and personalities, etc. When you've never met, if you're working, for want of a better phrase, the sort of lower levels, not executive levels within <laughs> virtual management, but if you're working in the lower levels, it must be a relatively daunting experience to have the chairman, the CIO, the founders of the company, and the CEO in one place, and you're meeting them in the flesh for the first time. I don't care who you are and how confident you are or what personality you have. That is actually quite a daunting prospect, meeting someone like that, given your role within a company. So for them to react the way that Anil said they did, give him a big hug or whatever. Yeah. I'm sure not everybody did that. But Neil, that's got to be quite a daunting prospect. When you, when you haven't met someone, meeting someone on Zoom is totally different to meeting them in real life. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's testament to the team that Tony's kind of built there in regards to what the culture is and that the, the culture that we have hoped that we get in place. I think it is in place because I say that people coming over white arms, pats on the back and everything. And there wasn't, it was natural. It kind of just happened. Um, but for me afterwards, you know, when I'm, you're kind of going through it in your head, I'm, uh, you are astounded by it. And I said it to a number of the people like, in a lot of ways, they've taken it on and they've run with it so well that they've made you redundant from parts of the business. Yeah. Like, there's nothing that I can do that will improve mm. it. I'll be stepping on your toes. My job is to get out your way. It's awesome. It's, yeah. It really is crazily good. And I think a lot of it has to do with the individuals as well in terms of their own self-motivation. You know, yeah. to, uh, to the guys that one of the first probably, we've only really met uh, you know, Jacques 
and Joe really before. I think mm. they were the only two outside of Tony, and mm-hmm. and, and obviously you know Jacques has, has gone on to amazing things. But but Joe, the first interaction we had with him many years ago, I mean, I don't think he even spoke for two days, and we were like, oh, who's this kid? You know, and and and, and now he's standing <laughs> at the front of the conference, confident. Yeah talking about what he's doing and giving ideas and leading sessions and going, wow, this is amazing. In a couple of years, this is what this uh, kid has now become a, a, a man and, you know, he's getting married and all this stuff. And you go, it's just amazing to see the growth and of individuals. It's a huge pride, it, it, I'm sure. It is, yeah. But yeah. even with us, you know, they're, they're talking to us more as mates and friends than, you know, bosses or whatever C-level people. Uh, so much so that one of the salespeople, I think he made a career-limiting move, Oh, he, he's, man. He's, he's gone, how old are you, Anil? I went, how, how old do you reckon? And he's added five years. Oh, mate. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. No, yeah, no. He was there, he was like, he was there like this, and he's like going, and you can see the sweat forming on his Always brow. go low. I literally was walking by and said, 18, Brian. 18. <laughs> I heard the conversation. I'm like, just say it. And he was like, no, I'm going to get this right. So we ended up putting a couple million on his credit after that. So he's going to struggle. He's going to struggle. <laughs> should th- I should think so. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, it's, of course, they're treating you like mates, but obviously not when there's a game of pool or Jenga or bowling mm. to be had. No. Beaters and you're sacked. All right, there you go. Um, just finally... The whole culture, and we've talked about culture in previous podcasts, and if you want to have a listen, go back to previous podcasts. We've talked loads about culture within Virtual Manager, how it was created and and, this, and such. But just to take it on from there a little bit, Tony, obviously there was a culture that you wanted to create with some of the hires that you have made, and obviously those hires are coming thick and fast as the business expands. But it's that feeling and I'm sure that you guys got it from those who were there within Virtual Manager, that they wanted to be, more than anything, part of something. Mm. Actually, to, to be involved, a vested part, rather than it just being a job, it'd be something a little bit more than that, that not only they got to be a part of, but they got to grow themselves as well. And that seems to be what the overriding feature of the conference has been. Yeah, I mean, they are part of something. So it's, you know, we talk about culture all the time. And like you said, the podcast kind of feature that. But this conference really resonated with me that it's true. It's alive. They are part of something. We give them responsibility. You know, like Joe, he said he was in the front of the conference doing a at the podium. I was blown away by that. But it's kind of the culture. Sometimes if we know you're ready, we give you the microphone and go ahead. You might stumble. We allow you to make mistakes, but you learn from it. And we're 100% behind them to support them through their journey. And it's not creating managers, it's creating leaders. And it's literally alive here. And so much that my some of the clients called me and said, I, you know, that, I, that reminds me when we were three employees before we grew to 250 and then the company was, you know, <laughs> went into the, the moon, went to the moon. So he's like, That's, that reminded me of those days. You got to enjoy the journey. And I think as hard as it is around here, the many hours we put in, everyone is enjoying the journey and ultimately engage for something bigger and better. Obviously, it was a huge success, uh, the conference. So what are the plans to to do for the conferences? Uh, For argument's sake, obviously, there's what were around about 50 or so uh, people at the the conference there. Are there plans in place to do it again? Are there plans to, because hopefully, like, I might be able to go to that one, but... Even for potential clients that you'd like to try and get involved and so that they can maybe have a look at how you operate and what you do? Is that is that something that you'd like to see in the future? 
From my perspective, and I'll let you guys answer too, yes. I mean, we, this was such a success that we have to incorporate this in our life. We talked about even doing smaller regional ones at times um, where there's conferences. But as we were leaving, we heard, well, let's do it next year in Mexico. Let's go to the Dominican Republic. You know, we got all these quotes. We'll be there. So the camaraderie that we built, the relationships go forever, right? Whatever happened there, it's just so special of a moment. So we have to incorporate that and do that yeah. more. And it allows us to have that you know, really one-on-one focus time that it might have taken four meetings over the course of the year that we've just had in one. So from a, you know, mm. a, a cost point of view, you can't even treat it as a cost. It's just it's a strategic initiative that we've kind of got to get on the books. I mean, I think we've had it in Orlando now twice. I think it seems a a good location at a good time to bring people in when you know the weather's not particularly great and, and everyone kind of enjoys that and the venue's amazing but you know from my standpoint I, i'd love to get certain clients and even certain staff to see other parts of the business i'd love to take them into a terminal and say this is an oil terminal this is what we do in australia and they're going to have a go what mm-hmm. this is so different to what we're used to but to get give them that flavor of you know we, we do have other things and you know this is obviously a far different place in the world but just to give them the experience and the footprint and you know, we talked about maybe having it in the philippines one year to involve all those staff and um mm. so yeah look it's definitely you know, in my mind huge top of mind priority that you know already now i was thinking about planning i mean obviously tony myself and he'll be back together in the summer maybe you'll be there daggers if there's no cricket but it's going to be going to be a, a very important part of our business all I can suggest is not to have it in February in London, because oh. then that's not <laughs> that's that's not as sexy an idea. No. If I'm if I'm being brutally honest, the one thing that has overriding because he's mentioned it more than once, it's almost almost getting to the same stage as um, my good friend Greg Ritchie is that um, <laughs> that Tony Morocco has mentioned how much time it took him to put the conference together. So I think the next hire for virtual manager will be a social secretary for tony yes. morocco so he can so he so he can be let loose of, of all of those things that he's had to do over the past month because he's complained about it i reckon four times this podcast <laughs> and, 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 i and can't you, hear you what'd you say and you can ask him ask him how many times have i said to him probably in the last two years just hire an assistant <laughs> I'm trying just to get someone. So I'm not listening to any he more does. excuses because I'm told to just get them. Yeah. They've pushed him over the line on he that does. one, I think. Oh, it got me, man. This one got me. But he does tell me all the time. What are you doing? Yeah. The next, the next episode will not go ahead until we get an episode with Tony Morocco's new executive assistant. That is yes. it. That's, that's yes. what we're doing. Boys, it sounds like it's been a wonderfully successful first couple of the months of 2022. Our hope is that during the course of this year, A, that we get together at some point, but uh, hopefully we are over pandemic time and that more things start to relax and, and there is much more freedom of movement that we can all get together. And, and let, let's hope that that is the case. But for the moment, gentlemen, it's great seeing you. Hopefully we'll uh, see each other in the flesh before too long, but more podcasts on their way. And uh, look forward to speaking to you for the next song. Thanks, Daggers. Thanks, Daggers. How Did We Get Here podcast with Anil Patel, Neil Fillingham and Tony Morocco was hosted by Charles Dagnall. This podcast is property of Virtual Manager, produced and edited by Daggers Media Limited. <laughs>